All right, so the next sikha we're going to learn is a sikha, and uh, as we said, this is part of the project of the Sichas. Every week we learn two sikhas. Um, it's, it's a beautiful project that uh, picked up a few years ago. I brought Shemaya the schools to, to start it, to, 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 to co-start it, and then to really push it to, to levels that uh, no one ever dreamed uh, of, of uh, really getting the, the Rebbe's out there. So... The, the idea of this project is is that every uh, two weeks, sorry, every every week we take two sitas and uh, we learn it together. And after eight years, um, with this cycle, we finish actually all the Lakota sitas. Okay, so there's two sitas this week. One we learned is Chedah Kaf, and then Bereshis Hay. Okay, so this sitah is printed in Chelik Tezvov. It's Bereshis is the fifth sitah. And uh, it's a really, really a fascinating sikha. Um, how the Rebbe is changing a really perspective of how you have, how of how one should look at uh, a person, should look at chal uh, through verbalizing lashanara and then uh, thinking about lashanara. And okay, we'll see how the Rebbe it's at the end of the sikha, but we'll see how the, the Rebbe touches up. Um, the idea of Nishantik is let's start. And Haitike, sorry, in Siyam von der Haitike Sedra, tells the Rashi Oifki Nishantik Yasisib. Now, the, um, in regards to this week's Parsha, which the, at the end of the Parsha, the Torah says that the Ebersha says, Kinishanti, which means that, right, it says, because Nishanti, I have made them. Now, what does it mean, Kinishantik Yasisib? What does it mean? Um, it literally means that uh, because nechamti, and we have to see what nechamti means, kiasisim, because I made them. Now Rashi says, and as Mefarish, what does Rashi say? Hashavti malasis alasherim I consider what to do for making for had made have making the yidden. That's what the rule means. Kim nechamti, I I because nechamti I made them. Rashi says, what does that mean? I consider what to do for having made them. Now, oh, so let's see now. So, Nechamti over here literally means that, as the way in the beginning, that I consider what to do with the Yidin. Yeah, so, that I'm explains like this. And then the first standing. Aleph. The word Nechamti simply means I regret. That lachayir should have been the simple explanation. I regret for making them. That I regretted that uh, I, I I created uh, I created essentially Eden. I created mankind. There's no Eden. That. I created mankind. And this is like the, how the targum translates. is the Not only the targum son. Because many times the Targumenison is based on to line with Drash. Nor is their Targumunculus, but this is also the way the Targumunculus says, the Targumunculus is his commentary is very aligned to Pshat. So he explains also the Pasik that what does Nichamti mean? I regret it. I regret for making mankind. So how is it that Rashi explains, and if you look in yesterday's Rashi said like three, four times, that he's here to explain the simple pshat. 
So how could it be? How could it be that he interprets a, a different pshat? How does Rasha touch it up? I considered what to do for our making them. Rasha doesn't say nechamti means I regret for making mankind. I considered what to do for our making them, for our made them. So why doesn't Rasha just say nechamti means I regret it? No, Khmer. Moreover, if you look at the previous pasuk beforehand, Rashi says a general rule. Rashi says, Whenever it says, all, Rashi says, all instances of the word nicham or nichum, it, it connotes what? It connotes reconsidering what to do. So Rashi says clearly that all times that it says nichum, it means reconsidering what to do. Which means, as the Lashon Nichol was Tanaf made, Alamol Amachshava was is Andrish Hamdit Karotov and Friedrich Amachshava. Which means that all mean have a different, uh, uh, that, what does it mean? That they, that, they, that, they, that they have a different thought. In other words, throughout the Tanaf, Nichol always means uh, different than the earlier one. In other words, that he regretted, he, the Abishter regrets an earlier thought. So now the question is, <laughs> if you're saying that kol nichum is lashon of like regretting, I, re, I, I changed my mind or I have a different uh, thought from previous. previous. So why does Rashi Taich Nichamti over here? That uh, very different. Why does Rashi translate different if usually nishamti means uh, regret? So that's question number. That's cool. So question number one is why doesn't Rashi say nishamti means regret? Question number two is Rashi said that whenever it says nihum, it means a regret. So why does Rashi touch nishamti over here differently that I consider? And then I was going to say we have two questions. Disturbing it. Okay, now we have a third question. That's in base. Okay, base. That and when Volbacherig can't, we can't zog. And as Rashi, for Taish, it nichanti alfloshin charato. Their far val afila kin versteht as by the Eberstein is nitshayef erzolhaben charato. Now, perhaps you can answer that Rashi doesn't want to say nichanti means you regretted. Why? Because even a child understands that Hashem never regrets. Pasuk says, we state, Pasuk says in Balak, Laish, Kale, Yichaziv, Venadam, Yislachim. Pasik says that uh, Hashem is not man, that he should be deceitful, nor a son of man, that he should regret. So Hashem doesn't regret. Therefore, Rashi is forced to learn here that Nishamti means Hashafti. I considered what to do. What about everybody? What about everywhere else? Is that talking about the Yipashtu when he says Chadafta? No. Other than Nichom is, is the expression of in general what Nichom means. Right. So that's the the so the emphasis the chayr you can say but Chamers and knows Hashem doesn't regret so you can't say Nichom means regret. But it's still not understood. Why not? It's why is it unclear? Why is it unclear? 
He says that if you look in the previous Pasik, also speaks about Hashem Vayinachim, Vayinachim Hashem, and nevertheless Rashi uses the word Vayinachim to mean that Hashem's thought was reversed. So you can't say that. Nochmer, furthermore, Tushindirayis was Rashi bring Dortendutsu, and amongst the Rayas that Rashi brings, the other Rashi says is Eich Farander Pasik, so Rashi also brings those psukim over there. And there Rashi also translates the word charata. So we see clearly that Rashi doesn't really uh, doesn't bother him. You could say that idea that uh, Hashem regrets. Says over there that Rashi that he says about Shalom Melach that he that he regretted for making Shal the king. So it all speaks about all these psukim refer to Hashem. All these expressions are imply having a different thought. So why, in this Pasuk, doesn't Rashi say that Nechamti means that uh, I'm having a different thought, I regret. Okay, how is, uh, so that's, right, that's a, uh, so basically, we see that Nechamti, that they, they're according to Rashi, there's no problem to say Nechamti means regret, even by the Abishter. And Gimel, the Rebbe says, according to Rashi's explanation that Nechamti means I consider what to do, is Nechamti Dehemshik. So how do you explain the continuation of the Pasuk? Um, what does Rashi say? Nechamti, I consider what to do, ki asisem, for having made them. So the Rebbe says also, it's not Nechamti. Uh, what are you saying? He's saying that according to this explanation, it's all, the words that have been understood, I consider what to do for I have made with him. Well, we Rabba Ross Adam, Al Zehab Megazindik, Clerk the Abish to Kibyahol Vasutan Mitze, Vasas Asisam Atam of Nechamti. So the Rebbe says that according to the Rashi's explanation, Nechamti, I consider what to do for them. So how do you touch up the continuation of the Pasik? I consider what to do for, to them for having made them. Now, according to this explanation, these words are to be understood uh, as a reason for Nechamti. I consider what to do for having made them. But seemingly, the simple reason why I consider what to do is because the wickedness of man was great, because the, the, the people then were very wicked. In other words, because the people were sinning, Hashem considered what to do with them. So how is it, how is for having made them a reason for Nishanti? In Kinishanti, I'm considering what to do for them because they're very evil. I'm considering what to do to them because they're very evil, because I made them, the whole Hebshot doesn't make sense. All right, so tomorrow we'll, uh, Mr. Shem will, uh, today's what, Thursday? Okay, so tomorrow we'll, it's a short session. Tomorrow we'll start on time and 
We'll finish Gimel to the end. Okay, I is Gimel. Understand by first clarifying or analyzing an earlier shot from Rashi, Rashi says that if you look at the uh, if you look at the simple explanation, also doesn't make sense. That uh, he says I will dissolve man. So Zok Rashi, what does Rashi say? Who offer? The, he is soil. But obviously, Allah So, Rashi says, what does the Ebrish mean? I will dissolve man. He is soil. I will bring water upon him and dissolve him. So that's what the Torah uses, an expression of dissolving. What does dissolving mean? Dissolving means it's just like the, a person really is from soil. Ebrish is going to bring water. What happens when you bring water on, on soil? It dissolves. Now, the Pashta type from Emcha is Upmekin. What's the straightforward translation of emche means to erase? Azevi moche emche. As the Pazik says in Beshalach, in regards to uh, Amalek, it says, I shall wipe out. You can't say that uh, when it says emche, by Amalek means I'm going to like, I'm going to bring water on him. Doesn't make sense. Like what? Once is aza, once is aza davar pasha. That's emchemint abmekin. Now, so you can't say that emche by a molek means I will bring water upon him. Okay, what, what, what's what? What type of punishment is that? Um, so it's obvious that emche means a race, and therefore as Rashi touches dirt nit up, Rashi doesn't even tell you what emche means. Well, does father garnet came pirish? Because I know emche means I'm a race, and when I eradicate. When by emche as Adam was Rashi mifarzayin, when Achidish took an eifin, obviously Amayim emche isay. So and so, why does the pasuk Rashi says emche? Why does Rashi need to explain in such a chidish took away that I will bring water upon him and dissolve him? First of all, like so, why not that tight up? Emche means I'm going to erase. I'm going to take. I'm going to get rid of man. So. The Rebbe says, based on that, says the beer in them. What's the explanation? In the hemshech from the minyan, in their kumidik esedra, had the eibush to angazak neichen er zol nachen ateva, and vecha er zol arangin neach ubana viyushte neshevana on eich from alim mini balechaim. Now, Hashem instructs neach to build a teva. Him, his wife, his children, their wives and animals would enter themselves from the flood. So therefore, you can't learn emcha like simple explanation that he's going to erase, uh, wipe out or erase. Let's say he's full and dicking, foolish dicking, up washing to wipe out entirely. Because the fact is, is that you can't say, what are you going to say? means I'm going to erase man? That's not true. Because Nayach is children and everybody's still there. So you can't touch up means I'm going to erase man. Because 
we're learning now in Pashas Ne'ah, we're going to learn next week that uh, he built a Teva and he was saved. From the belt, yeah. We don't even need to come to the. We don't have even need the next sedra to teach us this point. And Now, what does it say in our parsha? Then the parsha is gracious, and Neach found grace in the eyes of Hashem. So you can't say if if what does it say? And they found favor in Hashem's eyes. So immediately, so we see that immediately. So we see that the emcha, I will I will emcha man whom I created doesn't mean that Hashem is going to wipe out the entire human race because Neach was not included in the decree. Matzachin. So Neach was not included in this decree because he found grace in Hashem. And the truth is that you don't even need proof from the following Pesukim. So the fact is, is that you see that you see clearly that um, you see clearly that um, you see you see that Hashem, if He meant to plan to wipe out everybody, Emcha means to wipe out, so. Nayak wouldn't be around, Balichan wouldn't be around. And we see clearly that uh, the fact is that the humanity is still around. And, and uh, so you can't say that Hashem meant to, to wipe out. The Deber therefore learned to Rashi, so therefore Rashi learns, as Emchadom, Ashenkin Baamolek meant. So what does Emcha over here mean in our parsha? So therefore Rashi explains that Emcha, in contrast to what it says by Amalek, means I'm going to melt away. I'm going to dissolve it in water. So therefore, now that we're explaining that Emcha means I'm going to melt away, I'm going to dissolve in water, so it doesn't contradict the fact that Neach and all the people with him in the table remained alive. Hashem only decreed that he would dissolve humanity, not entirely wipe them out, and specifically how he's going to dissolve them through water. So therefore, so therefore, therefore, all the creations that were immersed in the water were dissolved. However, those who took refuge in the Teva, protected from the water, was not affected by the decree of Emcha and remained whole. This is interesting. I'm just thinking you know, in my head, just the current, current events now. So... Okay. Light them.
wat men ook verstaan, voor wat leent Rashi als Nichanti Kiasis en men niet die lachen gelaten. Nou, based on this, we can understand why Rashi explains that Nichanti, for I made them, is not an expression of remorse. But it means I consider what to do. The fun was neach, but she did not have a negative given. It's clear, as they understand that King Charuta had them was assisim. The fact that Neach and everybody with him were saved that demonstrates clearly that Hashem did not regret for having made them. Because had that been the case, he would have wiped out all the creations. Now we ask the question, Rashi says before that all instances of Nichum and Teira, it connotes reconsidering what to do. They all have a different thought. Why is that not a steal? The word Nichamti also means reconsidering. It says, It's a different thought. But the Charata does not if them was erot zeibashafen. Now, and the Rebbe doesn't explain that. It's very, uh, it's very not clear what the Rebbe is saying. And that's why in Dal is going to explain right there. But what we're saying over here is nechamti means regret, but it's a different type of regret. So it's indeed a regretful thought, but he did not regret having created them, as he's going to explain. Now, what does that mean? So he says in Dal we can ask again you can ask now how can, you, how can you suggest that since Neach and everybody with him remained alive, so Rashi was compelled to say that Nechamti for having made them does not mean regretting to create them. Rashi al instaichtoch oif vayinochem Hashem kiyosa as the Ebeshtot charotik gehat fun un nebchad amachshavta amidasadin. The fact is that Rashi himself explains on the pasuk vayinochem Hashem that vayinochem Hashem have made man as meaning that Hashem regretted and Hashem thought, thought was reversed to Midas Adin, to the attribute of, uh, of uh, judgment. On the other hand, on the other hand, you can ask the same question regarding the, this Pasuk. mention if Hashem Taka regretted for making man so if Hashem Taka regretted creating mankind, how did the human race survive? So the Rebbe asks, what's the difference between our Pasuk, which says Nichamti, which we said doesn't mean regret, and the previous one, which says Vayinacham Hashem, for which reason, for, for Rashi clearly says that the Pasi means to regret. But he's forced to understand our Pasi to mean, I considered what to do. Not that I regret it, I considered what to do. The Rebbe says, is the being in them, what's the explanation? In Friedrich, the Pasi state, Now, the previous Pasi says, he was pained in his heart. El in his heart. Und das lernt uns, 
As dort let nit der pasik wegen der eberstus akzeda was is arabu kumen in deber der wegen zayim machshava. Now, when it says he was pained in his heart, what does it mean? Hashem was pained in his heart. It means that the pasik does not refer to a decree that Hashem actually manifested in his speech. Instead, it, it's talking about like a sentiment that remained in his thought. In machshava, was erot getrach kiviyochol b'neilu b'natsi kiviyochol. Hashem was thinking this to himself. Rashi emphasizes the term thought numerous times. Hashem's thought was reversed. It arose in Hashem's thought. It's a different thought. Now, so since the Nichum was only in Machshava, is in Kashanit for us, is as a Nit given in Pale Mamash. So the fact is that this. Regret only remained his thought, so the regret was not actualized. It's not problematic. Why? Because the regret remained, so to speak, in his thought. And while Yanim Nichum is it wasn't manifest in, in speech. What does our Pasuk say? Now, in the previous Pasuk, when it speaks about that, is, what does it say? It says, Hashem. Hashem was comforted. Okay, so 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 Nichum over there regret it was in his machshav, it was in his heart. But what does our pasuk say? Vayoymer. Pasuk says Vayoymer Hashem. So Vastas made Akzeder Dochamir, which means through verbalization. When the Eibush Akzeder moves Doch Mekayim Veren, so when Hashem says he has to be Mekayim, the Dibur came in it. Zogan as the Dibur Emcha had commanded up to vision the Nivrim. So therefore, you can't say that. It was, that the word emcha was articulated means to wipe out all created beings. So therefore, um, it doesn't mean that Hashem regretted creating them as discussed. Why? Because um, because if he would have verbalized it, he would actually have to do it. Okay. We have. Uh, let's go one more. Try to do one more paragraph. Apian al kumt eist. In light of this, it comes out as in them. Abraham Samir emches Adam had zich ufgetan a farlechtirugun the gabi the Friedrich and Mashava. So it comes out that when Hashem said, "I will emche man," he basically tempered his previous thought. Now, what does that mean? Friedrich Mashavta is given charata after Mashavring this main tepech hakiyum. So, his first, he entertained thought of regret for creating. He wanted to like terminate the entire human race and animal kingdom. Later, however, Hashem, Hashem said, Emcha will dissolve humanity by means of water. The decree will not apply to Neach and his family. Now, what caused Hashem to lean towards a more lenient judgment? The fact is, if Hashem considered his previous thought concerning to wipe out the entire race, so why did Hashem change his mind? So we'll understand this by the end of the Pasuk. What does it say? So the way the Rebbe learns now is 
I consider what to do with them with the Yidin. Why? Because I created them. What does it mean? And since I created mankind, they are the so Hashem's saying, if I created mankind and they're my handiwork, I need to figure out a way to ensure that they will continue to exist. My time is blessed. So therefore, Hashem says, since I created mankind, they're my handiwork. So I will dissolve. I will, I'm only going to dissolve in water. Like them, so ich move on as the Taish for Nashi Nichamti Hishati Melasis Nitkin Stiritum Klaus, Koloshin Ichim, main Makshabacheres. Now, based on this, we could also understand why Rashi says before Rashi says that whenever it says Nichamti, I consider what to do. It's not at odds with the principle of all times that it says Nichum, it means reconsidering. Why not? Because also over here, it also has. An expression of regret. But the charata is not that of what Hashem created them, nor if It's a regret for his previous thought, which had included all created beings. In other words, the way that I've learned is brilliant now. That uh, what does it say? That. What was the Rebbe's question? Nechamti means regret. So Nechamti so, means regret. Why does Rashi have to say, Cheshavti ma'alasis ala sheresisim? But now the way that Rebbe explains is beautiful. Charata does mean regret. But not that he regretted for having made mankind. He regretted that he had a machshava to eradicate mankind. Because he says, if it's my handiwork, how can I have such a machshava to go and, to go and erase them? Okay, we'll uh, do the, the next two paragraphs by, by uh, recorded. So now we're going to do Aisvav. The Pirish and Rashi of Kinishamti is together in Yen Teda, Malashneda, Ikhiram Babadisino. Rashi's explanation, Nechamti, like everything in Teda, Teda Malashneda is a lesson in our day to day Abeda. Because Zakfri has mentioned before, can Rashi need Taichin than Nechamti and Unzre Pasak from the Kharata if they're Asiya from the Nibrahim? Rashi cannot explain that the word Nechamti in our Pasek means regretting making mankind. As he explained before that made um, man because here the Pasek says Hashem said which means it would have to be a decree that it actually carried out. This teaches us how careful a person has to be with his words. Since the Sadiqim and all Yidin are called Sadiqim are similar to the creators, so the Jewish speech also has an effect. Therefore, a person has to be very careful not to verbalize anything which is unflattering about another person because a Yid's speech can also inflict harm. Now, 
when a person thinks negativity negatively about a person, that person transgresses a severe uh, prohibition, as it says in the Gersafedish and Tanya. However, thus can if as they feel. However, this person will not harm another person just thinking this way. However, when you verbalize the negative thoughts, the other person can suffer very much. And this basin we can also appreciate what the it says that speech about a third person Speech kills three people. Speech about a third person kills three people. Nit blaze oifin der tzedem den herer nor oifin Now, the Nashanara brings mis- misfortune on all three individuals, not only to the one who speaks and to the one who listens, but also to the one you're talking about. Because the chedek can be very debated. There was a little Nashanara, and there was a hert Nashanara, among ten and Israel, over Vasa Shulik, their dritter, for Vasa is all Leiden. What are the third made of the the two people speaking Lashon Hara, the one listening and the one saying it? He sinned. What are the third guy? What did he, what sin did he commit? Is a beer in them? So what's the explanation? Itchuna on uftu from Dibur is the nature and impact of speech is that was azach that he brings out something from something which is un, he uncovers conceals manners. On the Dibur kosman minat nitvegin yenim's ra afilu ven dasas emes. So, as long as a person didn't speak the person's wickedness, even if it's true, the wickedness might remain hidden. So, the Ebrister is very patient, he waits for the Yid to do Tshuva. Now, when a person speaks negative traits, the trait emerges in a revealed sense within the realm of speech. This can trigger heavenly accusations against the person, which may prove detrimental. That's one area. So, one area is you have to be very careful on your speech, not to, even if thinking bad about somebody, not to verbalize it. Is another lesson from Rashi's comment. The reason why Hashem did not verbally verbalize it is what does Hashem say? I only did, um, I considered what to do for I made, made, made them. I say, Nit Blaze was the Gzeda, is Nit Kumi Bidim, and I feel Mashava, and given Kenachlot, it's a Mabaz and the Mashat mentioned, which means. Not only did Hashem not manifest it in speech, but even within the realm of thought, Hashem did not firmly resolve to destroy mankind. It was only a uh, it was it was only a Now, he had thoughts for regret, but he had not decided actually what to do. So, since Hashem made meaning all creations with His handiwork, His initial thought was exchanged for the sake of the world's welfare, and all accompanying Him in the, in the table were, were alive. Now, 
And this is a lesson for every yid. Even if you see in regards to another yid, that a person, or it says that every impulse of his innermost thought was only for evil, by recognizing that the other yid is a Hashem's handiwork, he cannot act as another fellow Jew, a jury, not even their own thought. The other fellow must be judged favorably. Thus is so Hashem who examines the innermost thoughts and feelings and who does not make mistakes is so when he says that the uh, he witnessed humans uh, humanity's great wickedness so obviously this is so Nevertheless, Hashem uh, held himself back from from the negative inclinations. So, when Hashem, just to go back a little bit, who examines the innermost thoughts and feelings, he does not make mistakes. And when he witnessed humanity's greatness, witness, it's, it's no suffix that it's, it's so. Nevertheless, if now, nevertheless, he did not derive from this psaktin. How much more so when it comes to a person with a negative inclination who is prone to make mistakes, he certainly cannot judge and come to a conclusion about another person. This is because it's very possible that the entire reality is different from how it appears. As the Mishnah says, every yid, judge every person favorably.